0: Good morning, good evening and good afternoon all and welcome to this fortnight's instalment of the Ish Plus 6 podcast the podcast series where you can discover your next favourite artist On today's episode, I am joined by Ohio-based musician Nashea Iman Nashey Iman is an R&B musician who has been growing as an artist over the past few years with her most recent release, the album Love Ain't Thrill being one of her most mature and developed to date you should all make sure you go and check out Neshae's most recent release, Love Ain't Thrill, available on all platforms. Please welcome Nashey Iman to the podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this fortnight's installment of the Ish Plus Six podcast, the podcast series where you could discover your next favorite artist. I, of course, go by Ish, and today I am joined by the one and only nashe Iman. Let's go, let's go. Come on. What's up, Neshae? How's it going? How's it going?
1: I'm good. How you doing? How you doing?
0: I'm living for real, man. I'm living. I'm having the time of my life right now, you know. But um, yeah, we love yeah. to hear
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how's it
0: going? Where are you coming to us from, by the way?
1: Oh yeah, I'm in Ohio right now.
0: Ohio.
1: Yeah, yeah Columbus, Ohio, right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I swear, like, when I was doing research and all of that, you came from, like, a bunch of places or something. I swear I saw, like, Detroit really? at one point or something. I, I, don't, know. Uh, I don't know.
1: What did it is, Oh, well, no, I'm originally from Detroit, Michigan.
0: Oh, so, uh, okay.
1: Yeah, I lived there for about 10 years, and then I came here for how I'm, yeah, you know. So I've been here for a while, and I've been in school over here as well. Oh, so, yeah. ah,
0: okay, yeah, that's cool. What were you uh, studying, just out of curiosity?
1: Yeah, uh, I study, it's called VCT, so it's visual communication technology, so it has like four specializations, so there's photography, videography, um, print, and then you have interactive media, so I did the video editing and interactive media, and mm -hmm, I'm just, I'm kind of incorporating that into my music career as well, trying to brand myself
0: yeah exactly and do you know what we'll get into your visuals a little bit later on because I did want to discuss that but um yeah Mm -hmm. no it's it's pretty sick um Mm -hmm. okay cool so before we get into like the main questions and everything the the viewers Mm -hmm. are probably tired of this and you've seen every episode blah 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 you know we always start off with a joke let's let's just get into it here we go (laughs) um who can drink 20 liters of diesel Oh, I don't know. jerry can.
1: Mm. I Got think.
0: it.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that was a good one, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you. That's not bad. I'm um, like a yeah. Good.
0: <laughs> it's one of those things, you know. Um. Okay. So before we just like get into the main big big questions, I know that you previously went through. Um. Went through. Went by the name Imani. Um, I'm curious as to what warranted this shift in persona, you could say. Um, what's what what caused the what caused you to want to change your name from Imani to Nashe?
1: Yeah, so you'd be surprised how many imanis there are out there in the music industry. I put my name out and it said imani. There was like tons of imani's out there. So I was like, okay, let me try to make imani unique you know what i'm saying so i did all capital letters except the a spaced it out and it just made it harder for people to find me and it made it harder for me to explain to people like hey this is my name is imani but it's spelled like this so it was just a little harder for me to kind of like promote myself in that way so um somebody gave me an idea of just changing my name altogether and i was like okay uh let me just see. And I also was switching my style a bit. I didn't work with my, um, I had an engineer before and I was like, okay, trying to change my style, trying to change my like whole, I don't know, just voice in general. So I was like, okay, a new name would be pretty good, but I wasn't sure how everybody would take it. So I was like, okay, I use Nashe Imani and I was like, uh, that doesn't really sound too smooth. So I was just like, Iman. So I just really love that. And at first I was a little like, I hope people like this. (laughs) I even asked on Instagram, I was like, hey, y'all messing with this? And some people said no. I was like very hesitant, but I had to make sure for myself, like, this is what I wanted to do. And I'm so grateful I made that change just because it's easier to find me now. And it just kind of fit in that sense because I really wanted to change my style, change my voice and the way I sang. And it just It all fit together really nice, so yeah, that's how it all started.
0: Yeah, I get you. Yeah, because I, I'll be honest with you, when I was listening to Imani and Nashe's music, the changes were subtle, but they weren't like you know, it wasn't like a massive character difference between the two. So I was thinking, like, what's you know, what's the what's the difference here? What's going on? But yeah, (laughs) Yeah, no,
1: I think. You know, what? Um, I don't know if you listen to Bay on Imani um, discography, but that was kind of the style that I wanted for Nesha Imani. I kind of want to have a little bit of more mature, like, songs. And I don't know, my voice was a little higher back then. I have a little, like, a deeper octave now. So, it's just, I just wanted to change that little style. And the way I sang and the lyrics as well, I was just like, hey, Imani, it sounds a little bit younger. So, it was more in that sense, too.
0: Yeah, I get you. And you know what? Thinking about it now, your music now definitely does sound a lot more mature than um, the music that you were putting out as Imani. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank
0: you. Yeah, cool. Um, okay, so over the course of your recent album, Love Ain't Thrill, congratulations on the album, by the way. It came out pretty recently. Thank you. Yeah, Appreciate it. Uh, so it's, uh, I, I mess with it. It's a good album. Um Thanks pretty much all aspects of a relationship are addressed throughout this album that's what i noticed you know from um the beginning sort of honeymoon phase in butterflies to uh more rocky periods as mentioned in like in songs like distance i'm curious Mm -hmm. as to what your favorite part of a relationship is
1: Mm, that's a good one i think my favorite part is the honeymoon phase and i wanted to kind of showcase that within my music as well i wanted to just i didn't really have those really lovey-dovey songs and i wanted to have just a couple of those to really express how the honeymoon phase is you know you you don't see any flaws when you're in a relationship especially at that time you're just like hey i love this person like this is an amazing experience this is an amazing phase we're having fun every single day and i kind of wanted to show that like lovey-dovey ooey gooey kind of love and i think butterflies and the come closer and even um can't hold back it's just like really sentimental emotional like i really love this experience right now so i i do mess with the honeymoon phase it can be a little you know you do overlook the flaws sometimes but yeah i do love the honeymoon phase
0: yeah the honeymoon. i do you know what? the honeymoon phase is dangerous because everyone loves the honeymoon phase you know
1: right but it can be iffy because you don't know and then you have all this lovey-dovey experiences and then you get into the nitty-gritty and you're like okay there's gonna be some ups and downs in this relationship but that really tests like how you guys really actually love each other and is really testing that love so um I, I actually like that phase as well just learning the person and really getting to know okay how they work and their flaws as well but it it may be irritating but you're still learning them and you're you can accept it or not you know so yeah do it like that Mm
0: -hmm. exactly i will say i think my second favorite part is probably after when you're like reflecting and you realize what you valued in that person and what you what flaws you value in your partner not having in other words looking up looking at ways to improve your next relationships basically i feel like
1: yeah absolutely i like that
0: yeah um okay i do have on the other hand the le- we don't need to go too deep into the least favorite part i think it might be a bit obvious but um <laughs> yeah. you know what? Let, let, let's just get into it What least favorite part <laughs> of the relationship let's <laughs> say
1: um, I would say, I mean, if you listen to my album, it kind of goes into the distance. I think distance is where you're just, and tell me, is more so is just like, I don't know where this relationship is going, but I have to know what I want. And you, it's kind of like you're fighting between what you want and then how that person's going to react to it in a way. And you're just like, I love this person. But I don't know how they're going to, you know, react to this breakup or how I'm feeling within this relationship. And that can be really tough because you're fighting with yourself and you're fighting with that love that you had. And you kind of are looking back at that love. But it's just like, I need to know what's best for me, basically. So just learning about yourself and what you should value. You got to be a little selfish in in that aspect. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that you say that, because the way I interpreted distance was more of a, I need space, give me some space to figure out where we are and that kind of thing, rather Mm than a, um, rather than what you just said. (laughs)
1: It it, can be like that too, because it does, it's like, I need some space, but it's also just like, what do I need right now within this relationship? And sometimes we do need that space to kind of just, okay, what is the next step for me and this relationship altogether. together? So you can take it however you want, that's why I like. I like that people take it differently and take it different ways. I don't want to just have a, this is what it's about. I want you to kind of relate to it in your own way as well and in your life as well, so yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's interesting because it leads me into my next question. You've mentioned, um, being mindful when you're creating a song for the right reasons basically so you don't want it to you, you want to stay authentic and you want a balance between um being authentic and relatable for your listeners so I'm curious as to how you find that balance between relatability for your fans and self-authenticity when you're writing a song
1: right so I am more of an observer I a lot of people continue for advice and I usually listen. Now, I'm going to tell you one thing. I only been in one one relationship and we're still going right now. So, a lot of this is coming from other people's experiences and them telling me their experiences and how they deal with certain stuff. So, this is not mostly about me. You know, I I have my experience of the honeymoon phase and the ups and downs, but I have not had that experience of like Oh my gosh Break up. what am i gonna do but i have people tell me their experiences and i have used that within my music and it's just a way of just kind of like making people to relate to the songs and connect to it in their own way because i like music to connect to people and it doesn't always have to be about me and sometimes it could be In circles if i'm writing by myself all the time you know i'm saying Uh, i want people to kind of relate and be able to be like oh yeah i can relate this into my relationship or where i am in my life or my love experience so that's why i wanted i wanted people to be like i can relate this to what i'm going through right now but yeah Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i get you so it's so in other words your authenticity is found more by observing and writing about your observations then basically
1: yeah yeah and i noticed that i do that often but um i do want to get more into like my personal uh, situations as well because i don't know if you listen to Lost. loss is something that was very personal to me and it really went out to a wide crowd and expanded to so many people and I was so grateful for that because that was such a vulnerable time for me and I want to make more songs like that where you know they really connect to me but right now I notice that I do gravitate to other people's experiences or what's going on around me when I write stuff just because it kind of makes me go into other people's shoes and then also just have people understand um, my music a little bit more and just relate to it
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And yeah, it's interesting that you say that because Lost is, I'm pretty sure, your biggest track, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, yeah, it was actually, I think, the first music video that I saw by yourself because um, I did have a section where I wanted to discuss like your symbolism and your visuals within your music because, you know, just looking at um, the music videos that I have seen, It's clear that your visuals are definitely a big part of your art, you know, so Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) You know, we can get into that section actually Um, (laughs) Cool, so I wanted to discuss some of the less obvious pieces of symbolism in your music video for Lost um, in this Mm -hmm. next segment Um, and Yeah, I guess we can just get into it, you know
1: Yeah, yeah, so just uh, in general or you're about to ask a question now. I'm sorry.
0: Honestly, I was waiting for my chance to take a sip of water. I'm not gonna lie. You're to good.
1: You. you can take it. Take it. I'm. I'm all right here. I'm sipping on it.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So basically, I'll present you with um one of the pieces of symbolism from the video for Lost, and um you would explain that piece of symbolism. Basically, that was the uh, plan for this segment.
1: Okay. Okay. Oh wait. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. So for Lost, um, I think there was about. If I'm sink it's been a while. I think it was one, two, three, four. Oh, it was four um different visuals within those that kind of course throughout the whole music video. Um, the first one was me within the forest. And yes, that just kinda yeah. symbolizes yes, yeah. That symbolized me being lost. Like this it's dark. I really don't know where to go. And Especially with the meaning of loss, when I made that song during quarantine, I was stuck within what I was trying to do within my life, like the passion I was lost with what I wanted to do and what I was passionate about, and then also you're, you're stuck at home, so it was just like I don't know what I like. If I graduated now, what am I doing? So it's just it was a lot of those moments where I was just like really stuck within my own mind and lost within my own thoughts. And that kind of symbolized, like, I did not know where to go. It was dark everywhere. I'm running from anything. It was more so like people who are trying to tell me what I should do. And I'm just like, I'm trying to run, but it's still dark and I don't know where I'm going. So that's how the forest, I think, scene kind of, that's how I really wanted to showcase the forest scene. Yeah. Um and then we had I, I did
0: I did want to go a little bit deeper into that because it did yeah. seem like you were running from something that's what I had written down it seemed like you were running from something and yes. so i suppose if i'm interpreting what you were saying just now correctly about mm-hmm. you know graduating and you know not necessarily knowing what where you would be going perhaps it would right. be the I don't want to you know make assumptions but perhaps like the future maybe or something like that is that unless i'm mistaken
1: oh no 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 like the future was definitely like in my mind during that time i did not know what my future held because i i was really passionate about music and also in school i didn't really focus on music I so i was doing the visual communication technology so i'm like how am i supposed to connect these two i wasn't really sure what I wanted to do within my major as well. We have four specializations too. So I was just kind of all over the place. It seemed like I was just going in a circle. And in school, they kind of tell you just one thing you should focus on, and then you go with that. And I think that was my main problem because I, I liked everything. I couldn't just do everything, you know? And um, that's not just how life works, sadly, sometimes. But um, I was just lost within that circle and you have different people telling you what you should do, what, this is the plan, this and this and this, but I'm like, I don't like that plan. So I'm running away from that. I don't really want to deal with that. And I think that's what that scene was all about. Just people telling me things that I don't really want to hear and I'm still trying to find my way, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, that's cool. Okay, so the next piece of symbolism that I noticed in the video was yourself being submerged underwater. And another big another sort of like sub symbolism piece that I noticed in that was you being in a blanket at the same time. That shook me a little bit yeah. because not only yeah. are your clothes wet, but the blankets wet as well. And it's like now I have to deal with yeah. this. But, um yeah, tell me yeah. a little bit about that. Yeah, so within
1: that I well wanted to show how it's submerged within my own emotions like my emotions were basically taking over me and I felt drowned out and I wanted to showcase that and um, it was so funny because that shot it was taken so many times I'm over here underwater for so long I'm like what is going on but I wanted to showcase that and then I actually had an idea to just wear all white because to just show like pureness or something like that and it's just being submerged within this water that can possibly kill me you know what I'm saying it's just all these oceans can really bring a person down to their lowest point and I wanted to showcase that and then when I had the dress I was like this is not enough and I remember the um, videographer he was saying like hey just drape yourself with this cloth and I just think that really helped out so much just because it kind of showed that I was struggling still and then especially me being submerged in water too. I think that kind of just symbolizes everything together, just being uh drowned out by your emotions. So yeah, that's why I wanted to showcase that within that um scene.
0: Yeah, exactly. And like the blanket being like almost swaddled in the blanket, it's like right. no, it sort of like feels like it's referencing being a baby almost like, you know, our babies are swaddled in blankets uh, and that kind of thing. So yeah, it was yeah. definitely a piece of imagery that hits you pretty hard, you know.
1: Right. Right, I like that. Thank you. I
0: appreciate it. Um, The last one that I did want to talk about was the cloned versions of yourself at the table, sort of like, you know, talking in your ear, shouting, that kind of thing. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, so um, it's so funny because I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do for the scene because I wanted to make sure that people understood that I was fighting myself. This was all a battle of me. And... I wanted to have two other people there to kind of look like me, but I'm like, within my major, I do the video editing. So I edited this whole video and I was like, okay, I think I can probably clone myself. And I remember my uh, videographer, he said, try to do something like that. And he definitely helped out. Shout out to (laughs) Jacob Sanders for that. But uh, he, we basically had me filmed and then we had another scene where I'm filmed right here and then here and i wanted to just really show that this was a mental battle like this was all me i was battling myself i was arguing with myself and i could tell that and this is this happens with me a lot uh if somebody says i'm bad with something it doesn't really phase me but if i tell myself i'm bad then that is just like i'm i'm bad basically so i wanted to show that in that scene so <laughs>
0: I was just thinking about Michael <laughs> Jackson. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me just. <laughs> oh,
1: that... I'm bad. <laughs> let me let me just
0: focus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> refocus. Refocus. Yeah. But no. Um. Um. But yeah, I just wanted to showcase that I was really battling myself. I was arguing with myself. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, but I also had my brain say like, "Hey, you should already have this figured out already," you know. And it was just a lot of back and forth. And I'm so glad that. I was able to do the scene where it shows it was just me, you know, that was just me arguing with myself. So yeah, that's how that scene was interpreted.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. If I cast my mind back, I do remember there being a clock scene, which if I'm not mistaken, is that the final piece of um, imagery in that video that yes. I'm missing out?
1: Yes, it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel like that one might be a bit of the more obvious pieces of sim- symbolism, you know, with time passing and that kind of thing. But um, what was the reason for there being like more than one clock in the scene? I mean, that's a really good image, though, having mo- numerous clocks in the um, shot. But, you know, just tell me a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, so um, I definitely I think the clock scene was one of the first ideas I had for loss. um i was having a hard time trying to figure out um how to get all the clocks but shout out to my friend amity she had a whole bunch of clocks and i was like this is perfect i just hang it up Why? no
0: but wait wait pause i'm sorry why is it what what's what's up with that why does why did she just have so many clocks because i swear everyone just has a friend that happens to have like i I swear i did
1: not have just a collection
0: of the most mundane things you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah no she i think she collects a lot of stuff and she's an artist as well so she had a whole bunch of clocks different colors and i'm like girl can i have some of those and (laughs) it was perfect it was so perfect because i was like maybe i can go to goodwill or something some store to have some clocks but i wanted them to look all different and um just for the visual aspect of everything but um, but yeah, the clock is basically showing just like time running out. I'm losing all sense of time. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And then during quarantine, time did not matter at that time. You know what I'm saying? So it was just a lot going on during that time. And yeah, I just wanted to really showcase that. And I'm so glad that we had all those clocks because I wasn't sure how I was going to do all that. But yeah.
0: Well, that's like something, uh, like a Nickelodeon show or something. Just uh, someone that happens to have 50 clocks just She's like, hanging yeah, around. I
1: have a box of them. I'm like, girl, give that to me. Thank you. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's crazy.
1: <laughs> I think the last video, I don't know if I mentioned to you, I lost a lot of the files that I had for the, <laughs> for the uh, videos, uh, for the music video. So a lot of them were corrupted. So I was like, um... so I had to film a lot of stuff. It was a lot.
0: Yeah, no, that's a piss take, man, honestly, because the thing is, right, a lot of the time I'm like I'm going to try and make it better than the previous version when that kind of thing happens, but then it's like it just doesn't it doesn't hit the same, you know? It
1: don't hit it don't hit and I was so mad cuz I was trying to buy something to try to bring those files back and then it didn't work so i just wasted my money on that it was just whack a whack time
0: <laughs> exactly man that's the, i swear that stuff never works they're all like yeah it works every time and they always have the testimonials on the website as well
1: and i was looking at the testimony i'm like well this might work man right
0: oh nah, man those <laughs> testimonials never work i swear like they have to be fake they have to be like made up from some
1: it. it might be just them writing that out exactly yeah so man. sick so sick
0: um I want to talk a little bit more about the album. One of the things that I did notice, all of, I'm pretty sure all of the songs on the album have yourself saying yes, sir, ski, at the beginning of pretty much every song. Please tell me a little bit about that. What's, uh? is it a beat oh, tag? Is God. it like a little signature? Yeah, is it...
1: yeah. It's a little engineer tag. Shout out to <laughs> Ocean. Language. He is so sweet. Yes, that's my engineer. Yeah, he, he just started his little, not just started, but... I know when i first made transition i think he just started his little tagline which is yes sir ski and he is so <laughs> i love it so much but yeah that is his little tagline it's so nice
0: <laughs> yeah because it's nice it's not one of those ones that like intrudes on the whole song you know because i swear one, right. of the, one of the things that i hate about a lot of music in this day and age like a lot of these underground rappers and stuff is the beat tag is just so out of place it's like some random girl from like the middle of nowhere just being like i love so and so and (laughs) then like yes i know exactly what you're talking about (laughs) the song could be talking about like the rapper's best friend dying tragically in a car accident or something and it will just be some girl with her like her morning voice being like
1: like, (laughs) like, what what are we talking about right
0: now (laughs) exactly man but and nah. the movie
1: is talking about his dead friend. It's just like, no, that is not <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs>
0: exactly. But no, nah, I like the um I like the yeserski The Yes Yesers- the yeserski fits pretty nicely in there, so
1: Yeah, okay. I always thought that too. And he does it really well. It like blends in to the song pretty well too.
0: Exactly. It's mixed nice. It's mixed nice. Yeah. Because um, I was talking to another guy that I was interviewing about this a while ago, like on mm-hmm. Donda. I can't remember what song it was, but uh-huh. There was a song on Donda by Kanye, and literally, what's his name? Wheezy Hour here. He just added yeah. his. That guy has one of the most out of place. I don't know why he's so big. He has <laughs> yeah. one of the most. He has one of the most out of place beat <laughs> tags in history. It's. Yeah,
1: this is, yeah, it's just like there. I don't exactly. know how to explain it.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. He, like, he doesn't mix it or anything, he just copies is and it- pastes it.
1: Yeah, he's like, there it is. So y'all know.
0: <laughs> I want to talk about your other music video, um, your music video for reasons. Um, in that video, you address topics such as colorism, texturism, you know, all the Twitter buzzwords, I'm not going to lie. But um,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: I want to talk about, well, what was your main motivation when it came to um, creating that video? Like, what was... Mm -hmm. what was the moment where you were like, you know what? I'm going to make a video about this. I'm going to make a whole song and a video about this. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: Right. So when I first, just to get a history of things, when I first made the song, I made this in 2018, I think. And I just, um, I just redid it just because I was I was young then, so I was just like, let me redo some of the lyrics on this. But it basically talks about because I was in a, a primarily like white institution, especially school in high school. So it was just a different experience. I think you can already know how that is, but it's just like it was one of those things where I noticed right after school all the stuff that I actually went through that I didn't really think about until I was older I'm like dang I actually kind of <laughs> went through some stuff I didn't even know and you don't think about it until it'll be like one of those crazy jokes would be like okay teacher turns off the light oh I see your eyes and teeth I'll be like oh, okay ah. but then I'm like hey bro they really weren't talking about me this is really sick and I'm over here like uh ah. Not really thinking about it, kind of oblivious to it. Not thinking, but um, I wanted to make a video just because I was in school at the time. So when I was in school, they had the equipment, everything. I was like, let me kind of use, especially the student body in this music video. So I was using some people from film club and people who were in film majors or even people who were working within the videography and stuff like that who wanted to edit and all that good stuff so i was using basically the bgsu student body for this and i just thought it was just going to be a really great experience to just show like what actually goes on and you know being the only black kid sometimes it's just kind of it's a lot of stuff that goes on within that so i wanted to make sure i have a visual for that Especially me going from Detroit to Ohio at that young age, it was kind of a culture shock because I wasn't, I wasn't used to seeing that many white people in a. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm not you. I was not used to it. I, that was like the first time I remember when I went to school when I was, I think it was, I was ten. I saw a girl with like all freckles. I did not know people have freckles. I was <laughs> like, no, I'm getting so serious. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? So it was basically a big culture shock for me. But it's also introducing me to little stereotypes and discrimination. And that I didn't really think about it until I got older. I'm like, wow, that kind of happened. And then also, I was in softball and I was the only Black girl in there. And there'll be some stuff will be like, you know, the dances be the running man, you know, the dance that be viral. They be like, come on, dance. Oh, nah. Like, nah, <laughs> nah. I, I, no, but for real, like you don't think about that stuff until you're like, dang, I was really dancing. <laughs> 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 I was really dancing. No, nah,
0: man, no, 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 no,
1: It's so sad, but I was oblivious to a lot of stuff. I had to, I had to really know that I was oblivious to it. Did you not. know what,
0: you know what hurts them? You know what hurt me? It's the fact that I can't dance. So I I I don't I don't know what's worse actually. <laughs> them saying dance and you not being able to do it and just embarrassing yourself, or them saying dance and, and you, you doing can. it and killing it.
1: And, killing like... it. <laughs> and they had the cameras like, Woo, come on, girl. Like that is crazy. Nah.
0: Exactly. Crazy. I don't know what's worse
1: it's it's pretty both is pretty bad <laughs> <laughs> we have to think about it for real
0: <laughs> yeah man uh, it's uh it's just one of those things i don't know man i'm just
1: right. yeah. it's crazy out here but yeah i wanted to kind of showcase some of the things i went through because i didn't really notice like i said until i got out of school and i'm like dang hey i went through some stuff but like, i didn't think about it
0: yeah Um, Okay, I think we can move on from that a little bit. Um, I want to talk about perhaps your biggest challenges when it came to, you know, approaching topics similar to this Mm -hmm. um, in the song and the video.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, so you said the challenges within that? Yeah. Yeah, so I think it was more so kind of digging up those old things that I really went through and actually kind of making sure it makes sense within the song was one of the challenges. I had to really like think about, okay, what is going on? What happened at that time? Because you know, I was rewriting what I was wrote in 2018. So I wanted to make sure it still was on topic. And I think that was one of the biggest challenges was like finishing that song. Cause I kept procrastinating I was like, okay, write it down. And it was just like, uh eh. I think it was more so just because it was just bringing up old things. I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy, and it it was just a little challenging to write. But um, overall, like, I'm so glad it turned out the way it did, uh, and I was so glad that people actually connected to it as much as they did as well. And that's that's what I really want within my music. I want people to connect to it, and be able to relate it to their experience as well.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, like you mentioned earlier and even in a previous interview as well. Yeah. I have got one more question before I uh let you go on your way, Marnie. And this is a question that I ask literally everyone on the podcast. Um and today's no different. So yeah, let's just get into it. So the whole world can hear you for ten seconds. What do you say?
1: Ooh, 10 seconds. Believe in yourself, dude. Don't don't let anybody bring you down. And make sure your your confidence is what keeps you going. Don't let other people motivate you to do what you want to do. Like, make sure you motivate yourself because they're not going to be there all the time. It's just you. So make sure you are okay with your mental health and push, push yourself to do what you want to do. Be passionate.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. So, oh, do you know what? I think that's a good place to end off this episode of the podcast, actually. Listeners of the S Plus 6 podcast, thank you for watching. Um, nashe, have you got anything else you'd like to say before we end off this episode?
1: Yeah, so check out my album. It's out now. Love Ain't Thrill. It's on all platforms. I got social media and it's under nashe Iman. So just check me out. Yeah, I'm the only Nishay out here. So <laughs> you can find me now. Like, it's not Imani anymore. So... Go ahead and check me out on all platforms. And I hope you guys enjoy. Just send me a DM. I'd love to hear feedback.
0: Yeah, absolutely, guys. Absolutely. Make sure you send um, Nesheh some feedback. And uh, make sure you go check out Imani's most recent album, Love Ain't Thrill, out now on all platforms. Um, My personal favorite tracks are Test Drive, Tell Me, and Hold the Phone. Make sure you guys go check those ones out. And, um, yeah, listeners of the S Plus 6 podcast, watches. Uh, Keep it real and I will see you all later, alligators.